Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 524. Can you believe it? A Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Got the dynamic duo of Stephen Kyle Bracky. He's what I like about Texas. And coming at us from Wisconsin, Ben Funky Askren. What's up, Benjamin? If I was a Texas guy, I would be like the hardest core Texas guy ever. <laughs> you probably would be. This is why it's all part of our movement to get you here before like 2062 when you've committed to move here. That's like the earliest you'll you've like committed to after, move here. After after my presidency in 2032 to 2040. Yeah. We'll so you're you're already you're gonna you're gonna you're a two-term president. Just like Kanye, I'm announcing that I'm running for the president of the United States. Uh, that maybe was not going well. Yeah, that's not going well. He's crushing it. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> okay. So, it's this week. This week, Ben Askren's coming to Austin. Most of the athletes get here tomorrow. Most of the athletes are coming here this week. Yes. <laughs> tomorrow, yeah. Most Very true. Yeah, most um, of them will be here this week. Many of them tomorrow. So are, are you guys even allowed to, like, uh, allow them to work out together when they get there? Or do they have to, like, just work out with, say, the person that they brought, their workout partner? Are, they, is there, are there rules? Um, there are rules, but the rules do not, are not that David Taylor cannot warm up with Gabe Dean or Kyle Dick. I don't – we're not imposing those yeah. rules or anything. I'm sure, I'm sure they're going to have their own – People, but there are rules about how many on a mat, how many in a room, how many. There's a there's a lot of different things going on to remain within good standing with the with the event. So, yeah, there is some some of that, but um, I, most of them, everyone, but I think DC has like a drill partner, or coach, whatever. So like um, Mike Gray and V. So are you are you Caldwell's drill dummy? Uh, I would be down, <laughs> but no, that would not be helpful for him. So I'm sure. Well, I mean, he's got to have a drill. He, it would make him build up his confidence. 
You know, <laughs> sometimes you got to wrestle. Sometimes you got to wrestle those guys where every move works. I would be that guy. I fit that uh, description to a T. Although, when it comes to Dave, Darian Caldwell, I think there's a variety of flow wrestling partners where our our technique would be really humming uh, against him. So, or his technique would be, I should say. Yeah, maybe, but yeah. maybe Bader. Bader. Bader always makes you feel good. I would love. <laughs> yeah, speak for yourself. Jeez. Uh, hey, Mr. Hodge guy. Not everyone can beat Bader there. He's kind. Of, he's pretty freaking good. Tell him how good Bader was. Weight. Bader's pretty damn good, isn't him. he, Ben? Yeah, yeah. He was, I, I think he was a four-year starter at Missouri. He was seconds away from making the national tournament his uh, senior year. So I, I think he talked about that on radio a couple times. Yeah. Um, yeah, but he was tough. He is tough. He's a tough person, Mark Bader. Okay, some news items. We're going to talk uh, a lot about the July wait, 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 25th. We, we still, but Christian, we haven't solved the issue. Who's Darren Caldwell's drill partner going to be? Well, he has myriad options. J.D. Raider is probably the closest to his uh, wrestling prime. Okay. Um, Mike okay. Mal has not as many working limbs as he did, but I'm sure he would do it. Bader would be a suitable partner. Stephen Kyle. Okay. Um, he's got – Kyle could test your uh, parterre defense really well. This this guy's got a gut mm. wrench. I'm just going to leave it <laughs> I don't know if high school kids and Darren Caldwell are on the same it's level. It's literally the exact same thing. <laughs> uh, there's, no, it's indiscernible. Know. No. So, well, when's the last time Darren Caldwell defended a gut wrench, in all fairness? Well, last week I watched him uh, <laughs> defend gut wrench. Before that. Before that, I don't know. Before that. He was probably not, not focused on that. Um, yeah, if he gets taken – one thing I don't know is, like, how good is Luke Pletcher's top game in freestyle? He looks like he'd have a good gut, like be a good gut guy, but you I think really so. Right? Just the way he's built, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. And it it can take a little time. I mean, he's been so folk style focused. I know he's he's entered some and he I think he made it U twenty three team or was right there too. But, yeah, he um, talked about yeah, we, we, his he top didn't get eight game. turns, right? Is that what he said? Right. He, he didn't get no turns, we'll take Yeah, he was like I he also said he's like I pretty much didn't even try either. That's what you see so often. It's like, guys, you can tell it's like he is not like Kyle Snyder. He'll just take a guy down. He's he's getting better at that. But he dude, said he was gonna try though. Yeah. On the twenty fifth. Oh really? Yeah. He said he was gonna try. All right, we're gonna see. <laughs> see if he can get those mm-hmm. turns. So yeah, we'll see how Parter oh, oh, Christian. I have huge news for you. Oh, perfect. You saw um you saw that I, I tweeted that Ampar should wrestle a match because he was training with Vito. Uh, I did not see that, but I believe that you did that. Okay, I tweeted it. Guess who liked my tweet? Ampar. No. Guess again. Spencer Lee. Spencer Lee. I think maybe we have a match made in heaven. You never know. Listen, that sounds like a great idea to me. I would love it. Those, uh, those Iowa guys, they want to battle Russians. I remember when I was trying to get Tony Ramos to, to do FPL, which was incredibly frustrating. And I won't go through the whole process. But one of the things was he said, I want to wrestle a Russian. Bring me a Russian. And I'm like, I, I can't just like grab Russians off the street. Yeah. And bring them to this wrestling match. Like it's a little harder than that. But, you know, I'll do my best. And then, yeah, it's a long story. And we'll, I'll end it there. Yeah, you got no Russians. I got no Russians. But we've got Ampar. Yeah. He's here. He's in Cornell training, training with those guys. I don't know what, what capacity he's in Cornell or in America. Like, is he does he live here, live here now? Or is he, like, come and just lives here for a couple months? Because he was at Fort Worth with uh, 
yeah. the Cornell gang for senior nationals. He was a beast. So we should pull that clip of him and Daniel Dennis had an amazing match at Uregan in 20. I guess that would have been 2016. Dan yeah. bombed him. He bombed Dan. It was a great match. Um, Kyle's going Kyle's gonna to look it up right now. How much fun would that be, though, if we got to see him versus Spencer Lee? It would be amazing. Be incredible, um, but you know. And then I know he's not technically Russian, but isn't the one guy that trains at Oklahoma State isn't he a Russian also? Uh, <clears throat> Zo Zo I, I thought he yeah. was actually French. Yeah, I think he's actually French. Oh, literally, because I didn't think little literal French people could wrestle worth a damn. Are you well, sure he's literally? He's French? pretty dang slick, dude. He is tough. He's good. I'm telling you, that's why I don't think he's really French. Listen, I, I, he is. I'm, I'm some- like. Pretty confident he's actually How? French. Don't be that American that thinks that it's like French people are incapable of toughness. Okay. Well, listen, Christian, name one other tough French wrestler for me then. Well, I don't one. believe there's name a track one. record of uh, strong. <laughs> I don't know the coaches in France, right? Like, typically they have Russian, you know. They had him transfers. on the Bader show uh, not too long ago. He's a cool guy. So is awesome. And he's. I think it's, yeah. He's slick. He's probably he fits Russian. in well in the Oklahoma State. Yeah, maybe he's Russian, but I'm pretty sure he's French. I don't remember his real name. <laughs> yeah, they all just call him Zo. Yeah, everyone calls him Zo. If you search on Instagram, you could probably find his real name. Okay, some news: um, California Sorry. high school wrestling moved to the spring, and this is pretty big news because could it set into effect, <clears throat> you know, a domino? Will other states follow suit and start moving stuff? down the line a little further we're seeing you know ivies have backed up in college um there's other like oh which which uh big 10 conference and football announced they were in pac-12 and pac-12 patriot league patriot league said no football and then psac also yeah so those conferences are doing like nothing until january 1 Mm -hmm. big 12 pac-12 are just doing no non-conference got it got it so it's um you know, for California high school wrestling, you know, their their season's going to be looking pretty different. You know, instead of starting in, you know, November and practice starts in October, it's going to be kind of a different deal for them. And I don't know if other states will so, do it. Are you hearing anything in Wisconsin? Uh, Wisconsin appears to be moving forward as normal. I know kids have already started football practices and that type of stuff. Whoa. Um, I don't, you know, I don't think it's like Great. full contact football, but they're definitely doing camps and and that kind of stuff because I've had hands, quite a few kids tell me like, hey, I'll miss practice Monday because of, uh, you know, football camp or whatever it is. So I, I think it was constant moving forward as normal. Um, yeah, I mean, with with California moving to the spring, this, does that mean they're doing nothing in the fall? Because the one thing that I saw was there was a graphic which said fall sports and spring sports, and then there was no winter sports. And that's why I was kind of confused by that. Yeah, I don't um... – I don't know what the like, what the plan was there. No, I don't know. Um, the The release I mm. saw was pretty short. It wasn't like it was just about the the winter sports. So I'm not entirely sure. Um, hmm. Let me see. Yeah, I think post. I saw an Instagram post or Facebook post or something. Okay. Like that. Oh, okay. I... CIF's California's fall sports have been moved to the winter. Winter sports, which include wrestling, have their seasons pushed back to spring, with the state okay. championship set for June. How weird is that? Dude, and that's gonna be. I mean, what domino? As long as we're full. Yeah, you're. I mean, as long as we're full capacity, Christian, it's gonna be. Then you got 
all the nationals and the freestyle stuff that'll be during the middle of their season. That'll be so weird. Yeah, they're not going to be able to probably go to those, right? Or they'll go to those and they'll skip their high school stuff. One of the yeah, two. It's, not, it's not ideal. No, not at all. So not. I mean, it's going to be weird having state championships. I'm sure some will happen in February, some will happen in March, and then some as late as June. It's just going to be a really weird season um, altogether. Yeah, unfortunately, but hopefully we have a season. Uh, okay, so there. It came out uh, with the Miles Martin wrestling David Taylor. Huge news there. And then some of you may not know, Miles Martin is ranked eighth in the world. And a lot of you were not uh, aware of that, and you saw that, and you scoffed. Some of you were scoffers. Shame on every single one of you. But we got receipts. We've got our guy John Kozak, who's just laying out the truth about 86 kilograms and why exactly Miles Martin is ranked eighth in the country. Were you trying to say something, uh, Ben? I was no, I was not. Okay, I was I was laughing because you're calling people scoffers. Scoffers, they scoffed. Shame on them. So well, that's the you know, fair, Christian. I don't think you knew Miles was ranked number eight in the world either. Well, no, I don't. I definitely didn't. No, not scoffing at that. Scoffing that Miles would be ranked that high. Not that. Not scoffing that you did or didn't know. I could understand if you didn't know that. But mm. people like he shouldn't be eighth. Well, uh, our ranker John Kozak lays out why. So that's kind of the first contributing factor. And then in Martin's last two competitions, he um, kind of slowly moved up based off of his wins over Alex Derringer. And then he lost to Valencia, but Valencia is not in the rankings currently because of his you know, positive drug test or whatever. Um, but then he, Martin beat um, Reichmuth, a bronze medalist um, from 2019 Worlds. He beat uh, Tuskayev from Belarus, who's really solid. And then he beat Abuev from France. And so he kind of just slowly crept up while other guys, you know, took really recent losses. And so I, I really value recency in wins and losses, especially in international wrestling when guys aren't competing very much. And so there's going to be disagreement at this weight for sure because it's so um, unpredictable. And so maybe in other weights, Martin might be like 15, 16, 17. But in this weight, he definitely has a case to be um, up number eight spot because he's just been consistent in his last two um, tournaments out there. So appreciate you guys watching this video. Feel free to shoot me any other questions. If you have them, be happy to answer. Um, if not, have a great day, guys. Okay. Hey, can we get John Kozak on the line right now? Because I got more questions. You got more questions? Okay. So none of the guys, as, as I look through. So I told you guys, Leslie, Kozak's got his website. is fantastic because it's freestylewrestling.org. And you can actually see who the people have wrestled, which in freestyle – that, that's been really tough. Like, no one's like, no one's really done that. You know what I'm saying? But this Reichmuth guy, I would like to look up his record because uh, Kozak cited that he is, a, in fact, a world medalist. Uh, but Kozak does not have him ranked in the top 20, nor does he have Abuev or these other guys ranked in the top 20. So the only guy who Miles Martin has beaten that was in the top 20 would be Alex Deeringer. Hmm. Okay, that's a good counterpoint. Maybe we'll get. Maybe yeah. tomorrow we'll have John. He's on. watching on Facebook right now, so oh snap! He might get. John, he might get a response. Bring him in. Yeah, if we could bring him on, that would be awesome. That would be also really difficult. I want to say one of the reasons Miles Amin is ranked so high is because Reichmuth beat him too. Okay, but this is okay. This is the problem with uh, um, bracketing. Is for bronze medal eighty six kilogram. 
You have a guy from Colombia, Izquierdo Wrestling, Reichmuth. It's okay. like, well, I mean, come on. We know the Columbia guy ain't good. Well, How we, do you get in there? Dude, Colombia has had some good guys before. Um, stop. Is it, stop. Isn't Name that one. where Sabalos is from? I'm pretty sure Sabalos is The guy from Cuba? From. No. Well, maybe he's originally, but um, there's a good guy. He beat Salas in the past. Um, dang it. I don't remember his name. I'll look it up and then I'll I'll dunk on you later, Ben. For right now, I don't I don't believe I don't believe you're gonna dunk on me. So let's there, see. I, I, I got to break it up right now. Okay, Reichmuth beat he beat Lithuania, he beat Israel, who um, who who Israel. The only reason Israel was there was because he had got the forfeit win over Abinader, and then somehow this is where he somehow he did beat uh, Freyev, who I know has done some pretty good things in the yes, past. Yes, he's good, and that would be. His one win. Let's see. Izquierdo, uh, Izquierdo beat Guam. Solid win there. Then he beat Peru. And then he lost to uh, Deepak Punia. And then Deepak Punia beat Reichmuth in the semis. Come yes. on, bro. Sabalos so, is. Oh, wait. He's Venezuelan. Crap. That's close. <laughs> That's close. But you guys don't. But Kozak doesn't even have Deepak Punia in, in the top 20. And Punia made the finals. Maybe he has. I don't know. This is why we need John. We'll have John on later. I don't speak for the, it, the, yeah. for the rankings. Man. I don't even attempt to. Okay. So, um, Mr. Quake take over yeah. here, Kyle Brackey, he's saying Miles has got a shot. He's saying I had to even tone down his title. I had to tone it down. <laughs> this guy needs to be reined in. Kyle's lost his mind. His original title was Miles Martin will beat DT. I said, Kyle, really? I love that, it. I love it. But I just put, I just threw it can. Listen, we, I thought that was the name of the series we were doing. JD and I are working on this series. I love it. And we, we essentially pick a side for each match. And I thought the series of the articles was will, not can. Lean into it. So that's what I went with. Uh, no. I think he has much more of a chance than, than people give him credit for. I'm not saying he will, and I'm picking David Taylor. But uh, there is a case to be made for. If you look at the jumps he made, it's pretty crazy. Uh, you know, a month after the college season, he goes to the U.S. Open. He's beating Pat Downey 7-0 in the semis with, like, two minutes to go. And just kind of – he didn't – I don't know. He didn't – He the bed. His lungs didn't look there either. Yeah, and just – um kind of lost focus there at the end it's like a month after ncaa's correct also. yeah and that's what i said yep. and uh so then he goes then he he defaults out after that to, to sixth and then at the world team uh world team trials challenge tournament he's third loses to nick heflin and he really struggled in that match against heflin he got in like twice but then immediately heflin fought him off and he couldn't really he didn't Whole win center. the hand fight yeah exactly but then you watch him in his match against Heflin in December, and it was 7-0. He took him down 20 seconds in and was in control the entire match. And his hand fighting just looked completely different. And then against Alex Deeringer, who is this brute that just pushes people all over the mat, he didn't go anywhere. He, he couldn't move Martin at all. And then not only was Martin not getting moved, he got to his attacks multiple times, uh, including in the last 10 seconds, to win. And then he gives Zahid Valencia an awesome match. So clearly him focusing on freestyle has just raised his level more and more. Now, I don't know what's been going on since COVID happened, which 
really kind of stinks because he was making huge jumps. Because like our man Kozak said, then he goes over and wins the Henry DeGlane and beats a, a world medalist. Um, but he, I mean, he can stand in there and he can hand fight. He can he moves his feet really well. Like some of these 86s, like like Heflin and Downey, like they're just very still. Still, exactly. And David, I think, can really thrive off that. But Miles can really move, and uh, I think match DT athletically. Well, I, I guess for me the most the most interesting part of the match. I think David's a very large favorite. But I would say, for what it's worth, I think Miles has the best down block go behind slash down block reattack series yeah. um, in college wrestling uh, as of when he was a senior. And so, you know, if David doesn't fully set up some of his shots, which now David is about as good at game to legs as pretty much anyone has been in a very long time. But if he, if he doesn't set up some of his shots, um, I could see Miles scoring off a down block go behind or down block reattack a couple times because he has some really, really slick versions of the things he does. Yeah. H- having being able to withstand, I mean, the, the questions Miles are gonna, is going to have to answer is can he withstand the, the hand fight for six minutes straight, right? He's going to be getting pulled on. Yeah. What can he do about the with, with David's right hand, you know, in that collar tie? And mm-hmm. so much offense comes off that. So, but I mean, it's, you think about it from Miles Martin's perspective and why this is kind of a no brainer opportunity. It's like, you get to test yourself yeah. against the best guy in the world, right? And see where you, yeah. you stack up. This is a guy, he's at miles at 86. He's not a 92. He's not at 79. He's at 86 kilograms trying to make the world an Olympic team. The guy's right there. Test yourself. Yeah. So it's, it's a, yeah. it's a good opportunity to, for him. And um, man, just his arc is maybe higher than a lot of people realize. I, I did not coming into Fort Worth. I was like, this guy is not being daring or he's not going to give Sahid a match. And, you know, probably a lot of us thought he was going to lose to Heflin, and he figured out a lot of that. I think he's a really disciplined guy and, and a hard worker, and he clearly has a um, – he had a lot of skills anyways, right? So you combine mm-hmm. all those factors and Ohio State and Tervell and Logan, it's it's uh, not hard to see how he can be a really good challenge. And David admitted it himself. He's like, listen, this is – I just wanted to smash Downey. I didn't really care about, you know – having a testing myself. I just wanted to embarrass yeah. this guy. Miles is, I really respect and think is really, really good. So I'm actually, I have a great important. I'm excited for that. So I, and that's not marketing from David. That's David's. That's what he believes to be true. Right. Um, he really he, respects. Yeah, that, I would be impressed if David was uh, that kind of a marketer that he would put his opponent up. But I, I don't, well, I, I don't thought, think dude, that. although that, that, that video, that. that video was, uh, Widely consumed, the little the cell phone video you put. Right? Uh, oh he, yeah, yeah that that kind of blew up all over the place. So I don't know. I not, think the, not not we're talking social media, Christian, but I don't know why. But Instagram loves selfie videos more than professionally produced videos. Absolutely, 100%. absolutely. It's the, really weird. The algorithm prefers that more. Like that. Uh, we yeah. posted a, Super a like a three second video of Darren Caldwell hitting a goofy go behind in the New Jersey state yeah. finals. And it was very like a Snapchat filter thing, like 130, mm-hmm. 140,000 views. Whereas like, yeah. you know, a super slick produced thing does. I liked uh, Gordon Ryan commented on it and said, this is splendid. <laughs> and he was like the biggest trash uh, talker Gordon, in jujitsu. Yeah. yeah. He is number one trash talker. Um, <laughs> for, yeah. I won't say anything else. <laughs> um, that's it. That's it. 
So, very excited um, for that well, match. Let me ask you this. Okay. Let me ask you this. Okay. Christian, right now, you have to make odds for who's going to wrestle David Taylor in the World Team Trials, I'm oh, sorry, the Olympic Team Trials Finals. Mm-hmm. Who are you giving the best odds to? I would say... Who you are? Dude. Is it? Okay. Well, Zahid, Zahid, is Bo Nickel Zahid there? Or, or has that been... Has, has Bo, been Bo has to go 86. How does Bo go 97? And, I, I, I don't know. I think he has to go 86. And then, and then will he be back by then? You keep trying to make uh, Bo quit the sport, too, also. <laughs> so if he listens to you, he won't even enter the trials. If you have your... He, if, your he will, if you listen to me, he would have been retired like a year ago and be fighting already. I know. That's what I'm saying. You keep trying to make him quit wrestling. <laughs> um, well, listen. Get, shit or get off the pot. You heard that saying? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, well, listen. Ben Askren. You allowed yourself an opportunity what? to try to chase Olympic glory after just because your career happened to align like almost perfectly with an Olympic year. Yeah. It didn't it didn't happen uh-huh. that way for Bo. So you know what? Yeah. Redact it. Redact your statement. In twenty sixteen I, I, I will not. I refuse. No, I'm Go go fight, Bo. Go fight. Redact. Ben's especially, a hypocrite. Especially ben, You're a hypocrite. I'm a hypocrite. You are. Especially if he's going to refuse to go 86, then just go fight. Okay, I will actually co-sign it. If he tries to go 97, he okay. weighed like 88 kilograms at the 92 weigh-off. Yeah. No, weigh in. Please do not. Um, he's got to go yes. down, right? Um, yeah. So I would say I think Bo would probably be the favorite because to, to make the finals, just with the very, like, what's up with Zahid, right? What's going on with him? Yeah. I'm, yeah, but Bo... Bo's not just a guy that made Final X. He's like a – we won U23s, right? He's really yeah. dang good. Mm-hmm. Um, that They don't just you – know, And his record against Miles is what, 6-2? and two? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Zahid is probably the, the toughest challenge for someone like Bo. Yeah, and I think you know, the last time they wrestled it was Zahid winning in oh, freestyle, right? He won, he won in two straight. Right, yeah. That's um, what I thought. And it wasn't – it was not that close. Now, that was after Bo – that was after that was freshman year, Bo. Right. So he's long got, time ago. He's gotten a lot better. Well, I, I think the short list is, am I, unless I'm missing someone, it's got to be unquestionably Zahid, Bo, Miles in some order. I guess you throw Pat in there, although. Well, what about Deirdre? I mean, Deirdre actually, I was thinking, kind of matches up relatively well with Bo Nickel because he's so strong and positionally he's good. And, you know, I don't want to say he's going to go throw for throw with. Uh, Bo Nickel, but he definitely understands what he's doing in the upper body, so he yeah, can for sure. wrestle there. Um, that would kind of be an interesting matchup for me as well. Um, I'm, I'm working on our uh, a, a, a fill-in host for Thursday when you're flying here. I think you guys are going to like it. Uh-oh. Can we say oh, it? Oh, yeah. it's a secret? Uh, yeah. It's a, well, it's not a secret. But I just want to make sure he knows what time he's signing up for because this guy's in the West Coast, in the uh, Pacific Northwest. He's Valencia. No, <laughs> Pacific Northwest. Chris Pendleton. No. Isaiah Martinez. Some some uh, people call him a bad guy. Not me. Come on, Ben. A bad guy. The bad guy. Oh, chill. <laughs> A bad guy. When you said a bad guy, I'm like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> be, does he know? I, I don't think he's a morning guy. 
He said, first off, eight is not early. Second, yes. I said, well, eight central. Uh, oh, yeah, he's in. Okay, well, maybe he's, he's the morning guy. He's hey. going to be in New York City because he's a traveling man. Uh, oh, Bellator is resuming operations Friday, so that's probably where he'll be. Okay, so surprise announcement. Chael Sonnen filling in Thursday for the funky one. Nice. Awesome. got big shoes to fill. <laughs> big flip-flops to fill. Okay, like, Christian, can I just admit to doing something so incredibly stupid? You know, I got to gotta be honest with my flow wrestling brethren. You know what I did? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I went, on, I went on vacation with my wife. We didn't, we didn't get a 10th anniversary vacation because Corona. And we went to Denver. And so uh, we, we had a friend there. We were, ride, we were scootering to their house, you know, with one of those electronic scooters. And I was riding with her on the scooter. And she steps on my sandal as I'm going to push off, and it snaps, right? Oh, no. Well, sure enough, that, that is, in fact, the only pair of footwear I brought on the whole trip, right? <laughs> um, so so we got, we're going to hike at Rocky Mountain National Park the next day. Uh-oh. And I think, I'll just go barefoot. It's fine. I hike the Great Canyon barefoot. No big deal. Um, so I hiked barefoot. It, we went 7.2 miles uh, up and down. And it was one of the worst decisions I ever made. It was so painful. It hurt so bad. It just was terrible. To, like the skin was worn off, or how are you? Yeah, able to, I think what was my, the difference between Grand Canyon I, and uh, Rocky Mountains? I think Grand Canyon must have been a little softer because of the type of stone, but there was you know these big rocks, and I kept stepping on it. And, and you know what? The way up didn't really hurt. It was the way down. It was super painful. It was really terrible. Do you it have was to one re- of the stupidest things I've done in a very <laughs> long time? Do you have to renounce your uh, your caveman heritage now? Because well, I, a true Neanderthal I got it done. would yeah. take that in, in stride. I think, I think you're one of those millennial cavemen. I think they would. I think they would have stopped and just like camped out or something. <laughs> they would have slowed their roll. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, so uh, it, it was awful. Thoughts and prayers to to your feet. I'm glad they're glad they're all better. But yeah, it's just man, you and I are so different. Like, why would you not have an extra pair of shoes? Like, just for I don't know, even wrestling shoes. Why would I think wrestling? I, don't, I can't wrestle anymore. Oh, jeez. All right. Fine. Fine. I should have taken two pairs of foot flops. So I should have. Yeah. Need backup flops. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, other news. Helen Maroulis and John Morrison to the DMV RTC, um, which is the uh, Maryland University-affiliated regional training center there. Um John Morrison. The- they also affiliated with American Christian. Oh, are they? I don't know. That, I mean, be- it's that's there also. I'm pretty sure it's just Maryland. I mean, the release I saw with Coach was Coach Clemson. I didn't see anything from. Well, it would Coach be Moore. smart to go in with American. Yeah, that would make sense. But so DMV, um, DC, Maryland, Virginia is what that means. Not the Department of Motor mm. Vehicles. Don't start twitching, guys. It's uh, just the location. So. John Morrison is the head coach. Helen is going to train there, but she's also an assistant coach. Player uh, coach. Pl- player coach. Jackie Moon style. <laughs> Magic Johnson. I think he was a player <laughs> coach. Pete Rose. Jackie Moon. We needed to do a, a, the top five player coaches in history. She's got to be on the list with an Olympic Helen, gold medal. Helen may be the only player coach uh, that's an Olympic champion. Yeah. As far as I know. Well, what about Christian? Is there or Kyle, is there any other player coaches in the RTCs anywhere? Because, I mean, this seems like something that, you know, say like a Jordan Burrow is going to um, Philadelphia, right? He could be a great player coach 
and then maybe yeah. eventually as he gets older transition into just a coach role um i don't i can't think of anyone else who is in a player coach role who's at an rtc is, is hell in the first as far as i'm aware yeah I can't think of any. Sometimes either. some of the RTC athletes athletes take on somewhat of a coaching role, and maybe they'll run some practices sometimes with other guys. But I think in general, it's it's not in title. Like they're just RTC yeah. athletes. Um, Logan Steber is a close, but I think he had already retired once he was the yeah coach. So totally. yeah, I think pretty pretty unprecedented player coach. So and I, I think for. For Maryland and Coach Clemson, I think it's a really savvy move to um, get some buzz around your program. You got to figure for donors the idea of having an Olympic champion, the first women's Olympic champion uh, in U.S. history is, is huge, and it's a good move. And really, when you think about it, if you're if you're a Big Ten program and you want to start getting elite recruits, you've got to have some sort of an RTC foundation there. So yes. It makes a lot of sense. I think it's a smart move. Helen's obviously from uh, Maryland originally. John Morrison's been coaching in that area. John's, of course, from uh, Illinois originally, but he's been out mm-hmm. in the DMV area for some time mm-hmm. now. So smart. Where was he hire. coaching at? He was at I uh, think St. Paul's. Yes. Where uh, isn't that where, where Kurt McHenry went? Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Cool. Yes. Nice. So. Good hire there. And uh, I don't know if you guys talked about this, but Jenna Burkett to the Southeast RTC, uh, Virginia Techs. Okay. Where was was Helen prior to this? I don't know. NYC RTC maybe? I mean, she spent some time there, but was she permanent? I have no idea. I don't know if she was permanently there. So when she, like, made her comeback at the WrestleOffs alongside WCWA, John was in her corner. I think she was just back in Maryland training. Mm. And John was working with her. Um, I don't think she had like a permanent home or training spot. Got it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess that would make sense because Hel- Helen was in Stillwater for a little bit, and obviously John was uh, in Stillwater for a little bit. Also, maybe they crossed paths there, and that's where they uh, struck up a friendship or whatever. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure how it came to be, uh, how they got connected. But yeah, it could be a Stillwater thing. Could be John was in Maryland, and then that's where Helen's from. But either way. Cool to see. Hey, want to hear another dumb thought? Someone just it came to my head because someone said Coleman Scott in 2016. Are you for my dumb thought of the day? Christian, you're going to enjoy this, though. Love it. Any major Division One college program, what program would have the athletes that were the highest percentage on average over their wrestling college wrestling weight? And I was thinking Oklahoma State. Because think about how big some of them dudes are from what they wrestled, like, Coleman Scott wrestled 133. Johnny Hendricks wrestled 165. Daniel Cormier wrestled 184. Chris Pellant wrestled 174. Like, I was saying, like, they're probably on average like 25% over their college wrestling weight. That was like, good the, God. Yeah. So it, it's it's funny you mentioned that because, you know, obviously before I worked at Flow, I'd never like talked to anyone or been around a lot of like the high level wrestlers. I think one of the first yeah. times I met Chris Pendleton, I was like, what the heck? How did this dude ever He's make huge. I was like, this dude's huge. Like, because I remember yeah. when he wrestled, yeah, he made the he made the finals against uh, JD in 2013. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, he's he's bigger. He's not cutting down age. Then I stood next to him. I was like, Chris Pendleton is huge. How did he make 174? This is audacious. Seriously. Um, but he yeah. freaking did. Un- unfortunately for Ben. Um, <laughs> yes. But you know what? But who knows what happens if Ben? Uh, 
if Ben's a four-time champion. Maybe he sticks uh, around wrestling and he knows doesn't have the MMA career. We'll never know. Who knows? So okay, so what do you think? You think it's Oklahoma State? Anything <laughs> off the top of your head? Well, it's I'm gonna tell you one right. thing. These Iowa guys are staying pretty lean. Tom and Terry Brands, yeah. they're not too far from their their fighting weights. Um, mm -hmm. I don't. That would that would they may be the leader at the clubhouse. Those, <laughs> yeah, even, I mean, you think Penn Espo. State. I mean, those yeah. guys. Penn State's not super old, but their guys all stay pretty small. Yeah, I guess. I mean. David had a huge jump. He was a 65. Now he's at 189. Mm, yeah, that's but, a good one. But beyond that, I mean, Zane's a Zane's probably staying put at 65. Yeah. Nolf's going 74. Nolf. But yeah. you know, you know, he probably wasn't long for 70 anyways. And that's the Olympic weight, and he was never going to make 65. Bo Nickel grew throughout yeah. his career. But then, so we're talking about that last week. Yeah, last week. Yeah, it might be up there. You know what? You should take a couple weeks, do a statistical analysis, and you have to estimate how much everyone weighs, and then we'll know for sure. Someone, someone said chance, chance at one fifty. I count chance at one fifty seven. Oh, poor guy. Um, <laughs> that was a tough. That go. was so bad. That was a tough go. He was up so big on Edwin Cooper. Wait, he won that match, didn't he? He won. He somehow hung on. <laughs> that, oh, yeah. was, <laughs> that was a. That's when you knew this is. He's not long for this weight class. No. Um, mm -hmm. There's making the weight, and then there's the other thing. Yeah, and then I mean, John Smith got Espo to go 41, and Coleman Scott to go 25. Their freshman years, also. Man, I mean, so even crazy. even Jo at 33 now seems like. Wow! Yeah. Remember in 2012, he he couldn't make uh, 60 anymore, mm -hmm. and he had to go 66 yeah. for the Olympic trials. And he, I don't, he didn't almost beat Metcalf, but he like really gave Metcalf went three a periods. Didn't went, it? I'm pretty sure he took a yeah. period from Metcalf. He did after yeah. like it wasn't like a calculated decision for Jo to go 66. It's like no, it was oh like, snap, I can't make 60. It was like day before, yeah. and so he like went up, and then you know he's really really good. Now he's ripped. so crazy. Who knows how big he is now? We have our match order, Ben. Do you want to know we it? We do. We have it. I we would. Know, we know that um, we went with ABC order, so we're starting with Dake Chimizo. <laughs> no, that's a bad idea. Don't do that. <laughs> All right. Actually, uh, actually, starting with Arujal versus Alvarez. That was ABC order. Holy cow! Um, so Vito versus Sammy, starting it off. Then going okay. Jack Mueller versus Roman Bravo Young. Darian okay. Caldwell versus Luke Pletcher. Comain, David Taylor versus Miles Martin. And then, capping it all off, Kyle Dake versus Frank Chimizo. Do you approve of this that, order? Yeah, makes sense. Makes perfect sense. It's exciting. I, um, I like that you put the two little guys next to each other because maybe they, maybe they can call each other out. The winner can call the other winner out. I mean, you know, I'm not giving them <laughs> advice or anything, but that's probably what I would do. I mean, when you, when you get in the winner's circle and the guy shoves the microphone in your face, you better think about what you're going to say. Well, who because, knows if, you know, you, you, Yeah, what? who's who's not going to want to watch Alvarez RBY again? I mean, those two were, I'd watch it. Yeah, that scramble was was insane that they had. Yeah, no. I would I would be down for Vito that. Vito and Mueller have wrestled before too at the Junior World Team Trials uh, in 2017. Ooh. It was like 8-6 Vito. Um, but as you can imagine, there was a ton of action. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you probably mix those four guys up almost, almost any way, and you're going to come out with some good matches. Um, and it'd be interesting to see who else wants to get in the mix. Maybe, maybe who knows? Maybe Seabass is, you know, maybe he's feeling frisky and he wants to come up and get Pletcher at 141. Show, show him, 
you know, who's thick. Seabass is going to need a couple weeks' notice to get down <laughs> into their uh, area, I think. <laughs> what What are they wrestling at? 150? No. 137 and 140. No, 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 no. Cold, I, I, said, I said Pletcher. Oh, Pletcher oh yeah, yeah. 149, yeah. right? Okay, 49. So, you know. He can get there. Yeah, we, we, yeah. A couple workouts. We'll, he's there. We'll help you out, Seabass. We'll get you down there. You know what? Maybe you hang. We'll let you hang a toe off the off the scale. How about uh, RBY laying down the point challenge? Yeah, he's to like Mueller. Yeah, he wants to put twenty up. Well, I didn't see that. Yeah, he says he's like Jack. If we don't put up twenty points, something. Yeah, if we don't put up twenty points, Saturday night was a disappointment. Something along those lines. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't. Because I, I don't think Jack Mueller wants it to be a shootout, right? Um, okay, and so probably... RBY is trying to draw him into his game. Yeah, yeah. So don't don't fall for it, Jack. Come on, well, he he might fall for it. He might have no choice. If you're down eight points, you know, then you've got then yeah. But then you got to go for lose. it. Yeah. But then why would RBY want to give up two more points? He probably just want to score two more points and then Listen, be done and it'd be ten. It's 10, spe- it's the spirit of the thing, Ben. Entertainment. Yeah. I just sent uh, our producer if we could play the RBY. Mueller promo because it's fire. It is fire. Uh, no if you idiot. if you saw the uh, we are, it's from the same editor that did uh, we are. She's really good. One of our many okay. very good, really good editors. We'll show that. I can't believe Ben didn't watch this video. It's really good. Um, so shame on Ben asking, but that's okay. <laughs> Stop well, shaming me, Christian. <laughs> ben, remember when you uh, we talked about Sammy Alvarez calling out uh, Vito and saying Jersey versus Russia. Uh, yeah. They had Vito on the Bader show, and they asked him what he thought about that. And he's like, "I'm from I'm from Long Island." He's like, "Dude, I'm from like 20 minutes away from you." But I thought of you, and you were like, "This guy's New Jersey versus New York." Seriously? Yeah. Y'all talked about that. Yeah. V- Vito was born in America. I'm almost I'm almost sure. But you know what? I think Zami just wants that brand. Oh, he does. He, that, it, was, it was great. It was funny. Yeah. Um, all right, we've got the video. It's really good. Enjoy it. RBY Mueller promo. I think I am underrated, for sure. Flo would tweet out, who's going to win 125? Spencer, 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 Sebastian, Sebastian, Sebastian. No one said Mueller. I'm not a talker. Don't try and buff it up. I just try and go out and wrestle, because I love wrestling. Maybe it's not the flashiest style. I think I'm wrestling strong. And I think it kind of surprises people. I think I'm better at freestyle. I think you got to be a little more technical. My top game in freestyle is just as good as my top game in folk style. When I get on top, I can turn a lot better. My opponent is Roman Bravo Young. I have no fear in this match. All right, describe your wrestling style. Crazy. I'm more laid back, I'm just a chill guy. I just go in there, fill them out, and then just whatever happens, happens. The best aspect of my wrestling is my speed and athleticism. It's just like an art. I'm just drawing my own picture out there, and I'm just being an entertainer. I'm a two-time All-American. Uh, one is a true freshman, another one has a COVID All-American, but you know, I'll take that. He's pretty good. He's got some accolades. Since I've been at Penn State, my wrestling improved tremendously. I've been able to make such big gains because uh, I pay attention to the little things, and deep down I want it, I work hard, and I'm willing to uh, be consistent every day. 
the most underrated part of my game. I think people don't know how good I am on top of freestyle. You get on top of Jack Miller, what turn do you I can't say that. I'm not answering that one. Can't do that. Oh. Then he'll know. <laughs> my opponent is Jack Mueller. He's been around the block for a while. I've heard his name. I like a challenge. NTA finalist. Like, that just fires me up more because he's legit. Mueller's good at his chest wrap, front head, slide by. He's good on top, has a good head pinch. His style is very flashy. I think my style matches up very well with him. I like to push the pace, so when he tries to do all this crazy stuff, I'll stay calm and generate scrambling positions, and I think that I'll succeed in those positions. I do believe I have what it takes to beat Jack Mueller. I don't go into any match with doubt. I don't care who you are or what you think you have. I'm excited to let it loose. I want to put some points on the board. I've sacrificed too much to lose this match. Jack, July 25th, if we don't put up at least 20 points, it's going to be disappointing. Boom. 20 points. Boom. Our disappointment. I will, uh, I'll call myself out. I, I did not think Jack Mueller had a shot at beating Sebastian Rivera. Yeah. I was not calling that. No did you? That. No. Okay. Of course not. Heck no. <laughs> I appreciate your honesty. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that, I mean, Jack Mueller's right that everyone was kind of, um, you know, thinking it was going to be Sebastian versus Spencer, which obviously Sebastian beat Spencer twice that year. So it's a, re a very reasonable thought. Yeah. Um, but man, Jack Mueller put it on Sebastian Rivera. Uh, and I was kind of, I was blown away by that match. So I definitely underrated him. And then I know his chest wrap is really, really good. And I can see. So honestly, when Roman says he's going to score 20 points, I see, well, Roman's going to probably have to go underneath Jack. And then maybe, you know, there's going to be a bunch of exchanges there where Jack can score a whole bunch of points from the chest wraps, or obviously Roman's going to finish his leg attack. Yeah. It, the, I, I was curious uh, to hear Roman talk about his parterre offense. I think Jack is really, really good on top in freestyle. And if you're not buttoned up there, it can be, it can be really, really tough. Um, so, but Roman is, I mean, this is a guy, he's, he made cadet world teams. Mm -hmm. He's, he's really, really good at freestyle. So, and he's yes. been in, on the freestyle scene. It's not, it's not some guy just when, when he wrestled Nick pitch and any Jack Mueller, Nick was, is a, was very much a freestyle novice, right? Yeah. Like he had entered he one tournament privately, but he's a really good leg attacker, but he just had not put in, it's just a lot of time to get really good at your parterre defense. Yeah. Roman has those reps and then some, right? He's been at the OTC as the guy with getting a lot of focus from the developmental coaches. So he's going to be up to speed there, but that doesn't change the fact that Jack will really be working hard for that for that turn. Well, yeah, I wrote the article on how Jack can win, and uh, what impressed me is he doesn't have just one turn on top. Like, he has two legit turns. He has the high gut, which he kind of – He'll like throw a boot in, like he's really good at riding legs and focus down. He'll throw a boot in to kind of like leverage it and get the guy up onto his hips to turn him. But then he also transitions really nice to a leg lace. He actually, at the same 2017 World Team Trials, he actually teched Pletcher in like a minute with a lace. Dang, mm, yeah, that's pretty impressive. What, what do you, what do you guys make of Roman losing to Jamie Hernandez at the trial? I mean, this is 2019, right? Yeah, because um, we obviously didn't have junior trials this year. Uh, at the 2019 junior junior trials, it was a little weird for me. I didn't expect it. Um, Hernandez 
hadn't had the folk style results I would expect out of him, but had always been a guy that was better at freestyle and, and yeah. Greco, but I still didn't expect that at all. And then he lost yeah. to uh, Gabe Tag killed him. Gabe Tag, yeah, at the U at the U.S. Open a month before that. So th those were definitely two very surprising results. Oh, I met I met Gabe Tag killed Jamie Hernandez in the finals, but yes, Gabe Tag did also beat Roman Bobby Young. Yeah, he pinned RBY. Yeah, yeah. So where was, where was Gabe Tag this year? Was he he was at the EAP still, or was he at in redshirt at North Carolina? He was in redshirt. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Little brother, he I think, was that. I don't really remember him wrestling at all. Gabe Tag was fourteen and five. Oh, really? Not one forty-one. Hmm. Okay. So we'll see how he does. Um, yeah, that was a down performance by by Roman, but that was a couple of years ago. He's only gotten better, and so we're excited to excited to see him take on Mueller. Okay. Um, next up, we may have a, we may have a call in. We'll see. Um, we oh, do. Joe, maybe. Joe Pollard uh, was on the Bader show yesterday, and our man David Bray grilled him about his uh, about the Rutgers retweet of the thing and trying to like, hey, get, get – what are the facts here? Right. What's going on? What are you guys doing? And he's like, well, our guys, they just like to have a little fun with social media, blah, blah, blah. And they undid the retweet after I, I quote tweeted oh, it. Oh, boo. Yeah, big boo. Big boo for was sure. Was Nikki Soriano going to call in on the show? Because that would just make Oh, my day. gosh. No. That would we'd, make We'd my break day. the internet. Yeah, we're, we don't have enough. Yeah, we don't have the we don't have the storage capacity for to bring on Nikki. Uh, maybe one day. Damn it. Dare, dare to dream. But he was like, no. And then he answered questions like, hey, do, do you think having Rivera now as a training partner is going to help? He's like, ah, it could help. Yeah, for sure. But t mm -hmm. I took that as they don't know if he's coming back or not yet. Which is the best. Hmm. <laughs> it is the best when the like the no one knows. Does Nikki even know? Do the coaches know? Certainly what? not. But then are they supposed to hold the scholarship for him or what? Yes. <laughs> they are supposed to. <laughs> I would. What are you gonna tell about? Right. I mean, yeah, I would hold Listen, a scholarship Nick. for Nick Sirianni. <laughs> um got to pull your scholarship. Well, I, uh, I mean I would tell him I'd be like, dude. I need to know because if I'm not going to spend this money on you, I would really like to spend this money on somebody. But you got you got to tell me. You got to let me know here. Nah, just keep it. No, just just I, it, listen. It's either going to get spent on something a, an amazing investment or not at all. It's it's a it's a gamble. Like you've got you know all these bitcoins. Yeah, maybe it'll pay off. Maybe it won't. <laughs> Don't start. Why'd you do this? No, no. Hey, bitcoin's not a heater this morning, Christian. Oh my break gosh! Out Listen, if I had to hear every time Bitcoin was on a heater, and then I look and it's the exact same thing it was two months ago and three months before that. It's been kind of boring recently, actually. Yes, boring, not, boring not coin, as I like to call it, boring coin. Mm -hmm. um, all right, so why don't we, why don't we transition to? <laughs> Why'd you go question? to Bitcoin, Christian? You always want to start talking about Bitcoin. You never want to talk about wrestling. No, oh, please. <laughs> no, it's just a, a fun little dig. I like to, I like to have. Huh. I, I would have given Nick Soriano a date, like maybe like July 31st. You need to let me know by July 31st. <laughs> Otherwise, you come, you, you can wrestle for us, but it's going to be for free. All right. Um, oh, quick note. We have the Olympic dates are locked in for when those are going to be. Saw that. August 1st through August 7th. So a lovely week in Tokyo. I'm starting with Greco and women's freestyle and then 
that goes on until men's freestyle. Have you been? Have you been to Tokyo, Christian? No, I've not been to Tokyo. <laughs> Me neither. I've flown I, in a couple times. I haven't been anywhere, dude. Spay was gonna go. Really? Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not that. I mean, I've been all over the country, I guess, but I've never, never been to Alaska, never been to Hawaii. He's scared to travel internationally. I'm not scared to travel well, internationally. Didn't you go to a bunch of the world championships? I've never been, other than Vegas. Really? Really. But they don't, they don't like sending you on international adventures, or are you scared? N- neither. He's are scared. scared. <laughs> I could go. I haven't gone. <laughs> He's I scared, go. Kyle. I yeah. was going to Tokyo. I have the my, the credential to cover the Olympics, okay? That would have involved travel. I wasn't going to do that remotely. I was going to Tokyo. I sent in all the dang information, and I sent the wrong picture. I had to send the right picture back because they didn't have the right instructions. But I'm going to Tokyo next year. So there you go. All you all you haters can save it. I'm not scared. Uh, anywho, let's you go. won't go to Kazakhstan though, huh? You won't go to Kazakhstan though. <laughs> not for fun. I mean, yeah, we we sent people last year. Uh, yeah, maybe I'll go. I don't know. I'm gonna bullet you into going to like Uzbekistan yeah, or something. Wait, hold up, hold the phone. Stephen Kyle Bracky, Bracky, where William. have you gone? No one's asked me to go anywhere. Oh, here we go. No I don't get asked. Me. I don't. I don't. Who, who? Okay, then I will. Cl- no one ever said, Christian, will you go to Kazakhstan? And I said no. That's never happened. So, and actually, Allegedly. I was supposed to go to Uzbekistan, and then they decided they're gonna send someone else, and that person didn't even end up going because they couldn't get their passport. So, which was wrong. <laughs> I was down to go to Uzbekistan. I knew um, this would get him riled up. See, yeah, you get me riled up. This guy never been nowhere. Um, I've been to Canada. Uzbekistan. I've they, been to Canada. Up, uh, referees. Oh, stop. Um, no, it's possible. Let's go More to likely. questions. Let's go to questions. <laughs> um, man, from Christian's plan, who'd win in a match? Sam Herring or Kyle Brackey? Is it too late to get it on the July 25th card? Listen, guys. <laughs> Sam's really good. He's not ready for this bracky heat. He might be able to beat me, though. I won't rule that out. But Sam is like 13 and 100 pounds. He can't beat Kyle Bracky. Sorry, Sam. Uh, you can't beat Kyle Bracky. Yeah. But not going to happen. In when Sam's 16 or 17. Yeah, the way he's going. It's going to be problematic. <laughs> it's going to be problematic. I'm, I'm, I'm curious where the intersection is where um, Sam bypasses yeah. Stephen Kyle Bracky. But not yet. Not yet. I like this question from uh, Nick Kroninger. I'm surprised with, with the increased interest in food, media, food science. High-level wrestlers still have admittedly poor diets. Are wrestlers more knowledgeable about food than I realize? Has it gotten better? Why do some people still struggle? Lack of discipline, time, energy. I actually have a thought about this. Ben will probably well, know more. What? Well, well, what is he citing? Like, Is there something specific that made him think of this? Or why is he citing that wrestlers have really poor diets? Well, I think he's probably just... You know, some wrestlers just talk about. It. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't huh. know. I mean, I, mean, I, I, mean, I, I, maybe, I hear maybe he's right. I, some do, some don't. I mean, Jaden was a guy that had a, a an admittedly poor diet coming into college, yeah. and then only since or I don't know when when it's changed, but the OTC has been really helpful for him from a diet perspective. We are boring, Ben yes. Askren. He is yawning. Sorry, I yawn. I yawn. Wow. You need okay. to get nine and a quarter hours sleep like me and Nick Lee. And you'll feel You know what? Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy regressed last night. I don't know what his effing problem was. Yeah. He woke up five times. It was like every 30 minutes. It was it was infuriating. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what is he, he hasn't done that in a long time. 
See, I don't um, let my I was, kids do I was, that. I never have been, so. Ever. <laughs> Ozzy didn't sleep for a year and a half, so we were, I was fairly miserable on the sleep side for you know, quite a while, and I've been getting better, and now last night, I don't know what the hell he was doing. Um, we, so I, I'll tell you, for me, I try to be relatively healthy. Um, one of the most frustrating things for me with the, the nutrition stuff is I feel like I would have to dig like all the way into it and spend months and months researching because it feels like there's so many different people who say they have the right answers and they contradict each other. I mean, it's it's really really annoying. There's so many people who say I have the you know they had the guys debating each other on the Rogan show, which were supposedly both really brilliant people, but they were saying you know relatively opposite things. That for me, that's like the most frustrating part about it. Well, I I would not even take it to that point. I think the reason. The, the reason you see it is these guys are raised with like typical American, their moms make their meal diets and whatever, whatever that means. Right. Like it's, it's like, however you're raised, that's how you think you're supposed to eat. And most people just, you know, they eat how their parents eat and how their parents eat and they cook how they cook. Um, and, and that's just, that's just the way it is. Do we have John? Is John, is, do I see John Kozak? Yes. Is he coming on? Oh my gosh. Is that, is that, I think we're getting them ready. Um, Mic him up. John, can you hear us? He can't hear us yet. I don't know. We got, he's trying to hear us. He's, he's working. He looks, he's not wearing his glasses. I'm not sure he is. So I can't hear him yet, but does he have a real job or is he just uh, (laughs) do wrestling? He just does. He just makes wrestling websites. All right, he can hear us, I guess, but I don't know if we, we can hear him. So we're working on getting John. Tyler's okay. all over it. But, yeah, I hey. think – oh, wait, there he is. Hey, there we okay. go. Listen, so if you don't know, John Kozak does the international rankings for Flow Wrestling. Ben Askren attempted and <laughs> failed to fire you, John, and you can can't confront him. Guys. Oh, he can't hear us. Oh, Crap. No. Oh. It was a, my best intro ever. Um We'll get to I it. Can hear you, now. you can hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sweet. All right. Well, I was talking about the time Ben tried to fire you, um, but we <laughs> didn't let him. He doesn't have uh, HR power or pool here. Yeah. Um, so uh, recently, your ranking of Miles Martin number eight has come under attack from Ben Funky Askren. And uh, you put <laughs> up the video. I found the video to be thorough and informative, and I was satisfied with your answer. But Ben was not. So he had I some questions. questions. Yeah, he has questions, so I'm sure you'll be able to yeah. answer them. Yeah, fire him off. Well, I, I mean, my main question was the fact that Miles, I'm going, I'm going back to your website, freestylewrestling.org, to, to make sure I'm just yeah. getting this straight. But Miles, the only person he had beat that was, um, you know, you cited the Abuev and you cited Reichmuth, but neither one of them are even currently in your your own top twenty. So the only one that only when he would have that is in the top twenty would be Deeringer. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of it is when he beat them, right. When they were, when he beat them, they were ranked. Um, okay. And then also like 86 is like all over the place. So yeah. A bunch of guys have taken losses, you know, to, to guys that ranked lower as well. So that's a big thing with it. Hmm. So, so right. Right. Muth and Abuev were, where they were previously ranked and now they're not in there. Yeah, Reichmuth was ranked back in December, and then Miles beat him in January, and then Daringer was ranked like tenth when Miles beat yeah. him as well. And so, like, if you go through like the guys ranked even eighth or seventh, 
all of them have taken losses when they're the last like one or two competitions. And so, yeah. And one thing, Ben, it's like this happens in college all the time. Someone beats uh, a top yeah, 10, absolutely. eight, top 10 guy, and then they go past that guy, and that guy continues to slide. You don't drop that guy that earned the top 10 ranking by beating him down every time that guy loses. Like, you're not, it, that's a part of the big picture, but you don't just fall just because that guy you beat fell. Yeah. So, even yeah. if you look at like Valiev, Valiev lost to um Hasanov who lost to Daringer, Daringer lost to Miles. So like all of them have just traded losses from like six all the way through twenty-five, which is unlike any other weight out there. So it's more about eighty-six than anything else, you know? Yeah. This happens yeah, sometimes. Uh... You get these crazy weights. Okay, I have another thing, uh John, while we have you. Because another thing that Ben goes to war about is the idea that we think Miles Amin could beat Alex Daringer. I'm willing to put my money where my mouth is. Listen, make the case, Miles Daringer. I'm not saying definitively that Miles Amin would beat him, but my gosh, it's a match and it's a discussion. And and Ben Askren was widely dismissive of this. Yeah, I mean, even if you just look at if you look at uh, Amin's world, he had an incredible world where he beat Tor Blanca, he beat um, uh, Dudorov. Yeah, he beat Dudorov, Takatani. And so then Daringer just, just loses to Tori Blanca. And then Amin, he made the Euro finals, only lost to Nathanov. I think, I don't have anything in front of me right now, but I think it was like 4 nothing. So, I mean, he's got, he's got just as good as results as any of those guys in the top, you know, 7 through 15. And, and yeah. Daringer had a great, a great, Daringer's got really good results at 79, but doesn't really have them at, at 86. So, uh, I think it'd be a match for sure. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. And then obviously, Mountain I mean, I know, I know one thing you cited in the uh, Facebook chat was that um, Amin lost to Faith Erden first round at Mateo Pelicone and then obviously um, Valencia tech followed him. Yeah. But Valencia's yeah. on the rankings because he's suspended, I'm guessing. Correct? I don't know what his status is. Yeah. Yeah. So he's not in there because of that. Yeah, he'd be he'd be seventh. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so right about right above Miles. We should well, rank was, we should rank the bad boys. <laughs> You're suspended. <laughs> we we'd be the only ones that rank the suspended guys. It would be a different be an additional difference. No, don't do it. It's fine. I'm just being stupid. <laughs> um, dang. Well, this was this was great, John. Um, well, hey, yeah. well, while we have you, give, give us a give us a sense of your background. How'd you get so into this? How do you know so much about international wrestling? Uh, Google, right? No, <laughs> no, just just following, just uh, doing research. Um, when I first started following the uh, wrestling, uh, international wrestling, I was really into college stuff. I was real frustrated there wasn't any any stats out there at all. So yeah. about a year ago, I started like I'm just going to do a crazy project and just try to put everything together. And so literally just hand hand results, you know, typing them in the computer going through the database and uh you know before my uh, wife and kids wake up in the morning just putting a bunch of bunch of results in the google sheets and then ben threatened to fire me so i had to make a site yeah Yeah, that's all it took what what was was your reaction when you're just like listening to frl like a normal day and then all of a sudden ben's saying that we need to fire you yeah I could tell his, his cortisol levels were going through the uh, the roof there. 
<laughs> oh my! Did you guys see what Dake posted last night? He's dunking something on about Ben's growing something so fast. Yeah. Listen, I, I am. I listen. You guys can say whatever you want about the Deeringer, and I mean, I'm ready to put my money where my mouth is. I'm betting on Deeringer. Put your money on a mean, and let's make the match happen, Christian. Let's do All right. this. All right, we got to crush I'm Saturday, ready. and then we're gonna make that match happen. It has to happen. Okay. Um, but did you see what Kyle Dake posted last night? Yeah. The um. Yes, I didn't Growing know what it biomes meant. on your feet or something. I don't know what it means, but I go barefoot all the time, so I should be pretty good. Yeah. Um, let me see. What Make you... sure you go outside and get dirt on your hands and feet. You need to help recolonize your microbiome ASAP. Yeah, totally. So there he goes. Um, what so are that's... your thoughts on Saturday, John? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the date, Chimizo match, I think that's going to be a lot of fun. I think... People under, underestimate uh, Chimizo in the hand fight and his ability to control um, control the mat and put pressure on people. But, I mean, Dake just stays in such good position. So that's going to be a fun one. Uh, and I think mm-hmm. I think DT is going to is gonna control the match. Things yeah. Gonna, things, yeah. I think a lopsided win for, for David. Yeah, that's that's a fair bet. Uh, Kyle Brackey had guaranteed a Miles <laughs> Martin victory. So man, you set me up. So we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll just have to see Saturday. Uh, John, th- hey man, I just we we just sent you a number in the middle of the show. I really appreciate you coming on, Ben. Do you have anything else for John? Before we I, let him go? Well, I think we should have John more on more often, and we should maybe make him our international correspondent or something. Yeah, to, you know, give give him a real nice title, something like that. Okay, okay. senior international correspondent. correspondent yeah. Emeritus. I'm down. Got it. Well, hey, John, have a good day. Thank Thanks you, so John. much for coming on. And um, yeah, you know, your job is safe. Thank you, sir. <laughs> cool. Thanks. Thanks. Have a good one. All right, John Kozak, our international ranker, senior emeritus international correspondent. Liaison. Liaison. <laughs> oh my gosh. We'll just keep adding stuff to you it. Just every add time. stuff every single time. Um so the honorable John Kozak. Also, people got confused because then they were looking at UWW's rankings, but those aren't rankings. Those are the seed points. Exactly. Yes. But they call them rankings, yes. so that confuses people. Right. But they totally. but UW does also do do they not do rankings anymore? Because they used to do their own rankings. I don't think they do. If now they do they... them, I'm sure they're very poor. No, they they were not bad. Um, I don't think they do them anymore since they have the seating points. Yeah, I think they're like, this will take, they're probably like, we're tired of this grief. We will create a thing. What are you drinking, Ben? Oh, my gosh. Spinach I nectar? Like some green juice. I don't know what it is. You just drink it, no questions asked? Mm-hmm. Okay. Pretty tasty. Yeah, see, their rankings are based on points. Yes, yes. So that can be confusing. Um, all right, we'll keep it moving. 920 deep in the heart of Texas. Uh, wait, I don't know if we put a bow on the nutrition talk, but I, I do think it is a thing. I think that is something – there's just like an educational gap in terms of when these guys get to – man, I think about what I used to eat and think was okay to eat, although I did just house um, Popeyes yesterday, so I still – not going to pretend I'm like the picture of, of a healthy diet, but I learned a lot more as I got older. So I think these guys coming out of high school just – just part of being in high school, you just kind of eat like crap. And there's only a few yeah. probably pretty special kids that have really disciplined diets. Dake talked about it in one of his yeah. interviews we did with him. He's like, I would sit there and buy stuff out of the vending machine before high school practice. and Yeah, that's yeah. Kyle Dake. And then as he was winning NCAA titles, he was like – he would totally like plan his day around 
how much he would have to work out so he could eat chips and play video games, right? Like, this is a Cornell guy and an NCAA champion. So there's just some, just some gaps from, uh, and even some adults still drink monsters on a regular basis. I know it's becoming fewer and far between, but that is the most concerning. Those that drink. Uh, <sighs> um, so Christian, you know, you know, you don't, you don't look like much with your shirt on there, but then you post an Instagram pictures flexing, popping the top. You're pretty shredded. <laughs> what's your go? What's your go-to diet? Go-to diet. Um, I don't know. I. I intermittent fast, so I don't eat my first meal until okay. like, I don't know, 11 or 12. Depends. If I get really hungry, I'll eat at like 10. And then okay, I eat a lot of eggs. I eat probably 20-some eggs a week uh, in general. What? I love, yeah. I, if I eat eggs, I make four wow. at a time. Oh, so my goodness. Okay. a lot of eggs. Try to avoid sugar as best I can, even though I still okay. definitely eat sugar. I just try not to go crazy with it. And try to avoid eating really late. So, like, I'll eat dinner, and then hopefully I'll have the willpower to not, like, break out the Oreos and milk. And then... Got it. But it's all a thing. If I didn't work out, you know, it all kind of works together. And if I eat like an idiot, then I'll, like, I don't know, overcompensate the next day or something. Sure. And the worst diet on the, the full wrestling team is is uh, Kyle Bradkey, correct? 100%. Yeah. He, he wears Me it. Spay. It's a badge of honor. Spay, but here's the difference between Bracky and Spay. Spay will when do lunch drop, and he'll get like a giant salad and do stuff like that. Bracky would never even like attempt to do something. That's like not that. true. Uh, I literally had chicken Caesar salad for dinner last week. Not, but really, really. Okay, ask Olivia. I don't believe him. I don't either. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to go to Olivia. I really like Caesar salad. Yeah. No, let's see yourself. But yeah, he does not. He's not a big. Uh, Spay also drinks a lot more alcohol than me, though. He does do that. Mm. Um, yeah, Calbracky not a big drinker. Um, okay. Hey, did you have a birthday, Ben? If so, allow me to apologize. I'm sorry if I did no not wish deal. you a happy okay. birthday. Um, I'm but, old now, so it doesn't really matter all that much. Yeah, no one's throwing you like Chuck E. Cheese parties anymore. Um, so Greco Roman Bravo Young. Asks, That's a good name. It is a good one. I approve. Uh, will Ben's pee breaks be more frequent now that he's a year older? Um, I, you know what? It's pretty much just about like if I wake up er- earlier than usual and I drink, uh, you know, a bunch of stuff, then obviously I got to take a piss. Uh, last week I was holding it. I had to go so bad I almost, I almost ditched out. Oh, man. You had to channel your inner Boffman to, to make it through. Well, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, you know who I thought I thought my feet were being so painful. I was thinking about Wayne Boffman on uh, on uh, Saturday when I was or Sunday when I was coming down the mountain and my feet hurt like a sob. And you, really? So you're like, you oh, know yeah. what? Wait, this is nothing for Wayne. Nothing. Wayne, nothing Wayne would at laugh all. at his pain. I, yeah, that must have yes. been brutal. Uh, does Matt Pell win an NCAA championship at 174 if Ben clears out for him to go that way? Uh, I think, you know, I, th- I would say it'd be him and Keith in the finals would be my guess. Um, you know, I, I think that would be really competitive. I don't know that Matt would win for sure, but I think it's, I think it's Matt versus Keith in the finals, um, at 174. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. if Dayton can't lock down the 57 spot, do you think he ever comes up to 60, 61? He means maybe for at least non Olympic years. I don't think so. I think Dayton is a yeah. – the guy ain't getting any taller, I don't think, right? And 
He's been around this way for a while. I think he's a 57 for good. And, you know, just because you don't make the spot one year doesn't mean you don't make it the next. You know, he lost a final X the one year. He made it the next year. So I don't think he says, I'll go up. Maybe he does. Maybe he says, you know what, not Olympic years. But I just see him as a 57 lifer. That's Yes. That's my I agree viewpoint. totally. I'd be I'd be surprised to see him go up to sixty one. Um, yes. JD said Vito is very good at folk, incredible at freestyle. What's Spencer Lee's best style? That's a great question. I don't know. I I don't have enough information. I don't think I have enough information to to be to declare. You cannot win yeah. the worlds at folk style, so that makes it tougher to I do. do declare. Although NCAA's, I th- maybe Chael Sonnen That's said worlds. it. That's worlds. NCAA's is folk style world championship. So okay, so maybe yeah. he won- he's a two time world champion folk style. We'll say three time freestyle world champ. Three time freestyle age level. Age level. He hasn't done his senior, but he won senior nationals dominant fashion. Messed everybody up. I'm gonna up. say. I'm going to say freestyle. I think it's going to be freestyle. It's just, I, it's just, it's, it's such a dumb topic because it's impossible to prove that he could win a world championship because right. no one else competes in folk style. But you guys see what I'm saying? Like, well, no. Could, could Spencer win a folk style world title? Yeah, I mean, he could, but would it be fair because no one else competes folk style? No, it's not so dumb. Man. Gonna train. That's not Why? the question. Is Kale Sanderson better at folk style or freestyle? Folk style. Okay. That's the question. So what, what's, what's Spencer Lee's best style? That's the question. So don't, stop yelling at our, our wonderful listeners and question askers. Okay? Uh, that's more fun. It's a, um, okay. Folk style. Yeah. I think we'll see. It's, what do you it's, say? I think it's going to be freestyle, ultimately. I'm going to say nope. freestyle, too. That's not the question. That's not the question. <clears throat> Free, okay. Definitively freestyle. I swear a blood oath. Um, I got outvoted. Yeah, it doesn't mean you're wrong. I know wrong. he hasn't wrestled it as uh, frequently as Here's folk style, why. but his he loses a lot less freestyle. Listen, this dude has – how many guys have, like, elite parterre offense, not just gut, but lace? He's got that. How many guys defensively – I mean, the, I guess my point is there's not an instance where he's not going to be able to score bunches of points, whereas in folk style – He's got to get on top, and then he's got a very specific turn he really, really likes. Whereas this, I feel like in the burst, you know, you want to talk about ability to score and burst. It's a lot easier to end a match quickly. He is a burst wrestler. Like, he scores in bunches. It's yes. so easy for him to score in these in, in bunches. And Whereas in folk style, if someone can stall appropriately on bottom, he can be – you can trade takedowns. Uh, with only a couple people, with a few, a very small list of people. Yeah, but you, yeah. he can mm-hmm. he can trade takedowns in freestyle, but he's going to get so much more in in parterre. And I don't know if he's. I think he'd be pretty tough to turn in parterre. I'm just guessing. So I think it's going to ultimately be freestyle, but we won't know uh, for a little bit definitively. And even then, we may never know because he's like a four-time NCAA champion in folk style yeah. potentially. So I don't know. Um, Mark Neiman. One, percentage that a season occurs. Oh, God. Um, I don't want to discuss it. All right, next topic. You made Ben sad, Mark. Do you feel feel good now? Way to go. I like um, Mark. Mark's a really nice guy. He is a really nice guy. Good dude. That's why I asked the question, but then you, 
you got mad at. Well, what percentage you want to give it, Christian? And whatever we do, it's gonna be sad because it's not a hundred. That sucks. Yeah. Seventy. Uh, I'll go eighty-eight. Okay. Oh wow! Okay, you guys made me happy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting to swing back back around and be optimistic again. Yeah. Oh, okay. I have this video um, from Will the Thrill Band, Tyler. It's the video uh, underneath a couple questions: the Nick Simmons versus Alexandru. Uh, if you see that oh, there, that is can, aw- this is awful. Yeah, it's awful. It's awesome. If you love Splatels, this is like the holy grail. This is like, other than the Me- the Metcalf one is like maybe more iconic, but this one, when Nick Simmons Splatled the guy at 2011 Worlds, I believe it was, it was unseemly. And so we're gonna it- show that for Will the Thrill Band because he asked. He said, "Can y'all dig up the video from?" That time Nick Simmons played on a guy at Worlds probably nine or ten years ago, but it's so good. He's right. It is so good. And the fact that it's a, a foreigner makes it even better. But it is <laughs> – this, this viewer discretion is advised because you won't it's find – I'm not yeah. – Oh, wow. Ben's getting nervous now. He's thinking about his injured hips. I don't like it. He's getting concerned. Uh, you don't like it? It you would break like... my hamstrings. Yeah. So you could scrub a little this bit. This way, but not so much this way. Yeah, Okay. Keep going, keep going. We're almost there. It's gonna get real. real okay, right now. Right here. Go back a little I'm not bit. Watching. Tell oh, ben is Ben is a freaking cage fighter. He won't watch a splatle. He's like, that's too much. Go ahead and play. Too it. Much. Yeah, go for it. It's wrong. No audio is necessary. <laughs> Just uh, we'll let it's, we'll listen to Ben. He got the near leg uh, in. Oh no. Oh god. Oh no. Oh, do it. Oh, this god. poor guy. And the worst part for this poor Moldovan. Is that he's not pinned. He can't pin himself. His shoulder blades are up. And the ref is like, what what in tarnation is this? I have no idea what's happening. He's got his nice blazer on. Okay, now he's Uh, so pinned. He is under the mat now. You cannot see him anymore. He is gone. And they won't call the mat. This poor guy. No one tougher than this Moldovan. Nick Simmons. So, so mean. And they just let this guy hang there. Oh god, this is so awful. It's so bad. Stop the damn mattress. Oh my Stop gosh. It. It's it's horrible. They finally and they oh, they confirm the fall. Poor guy. Shout out to Alexandru Chertoka from Moldova cuz that oh, was god. a tough it scene. It's so awful. Thank you, that Tyler. So awful. Um um hey, you know, I was just thinking it'd be fun. You know like in, in basketball when they do, they do the dunk contest and they just, you know, let you let you do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could get some like very average high school wrestlers, and then you could just say, "Hey, go wrestle," and it could be Nick Simmons and Darren Caldwell, and they're having a splatel off. The coolest way <laughs> to get to splatels. What do you think? I'm, I'm in. I think this is this is ready. Our next O and O will just be you know split. Uh, speaking of Darren Caldwell, maybe maybe you go ahead. No, I, go ahead. I was just going to talk about Mercy Hurst. Yeah, Mercy Hurst. Oh, God. I was going to say, I don't think you could get high school kids because those would be minors and you don't want to do like minor abuse. Mm-hmm. So it's got to be like <laughs> young college kids, young college kids that don't know any better. And, you know, they think they're in a shot and then boom, all of a sudden they're spoiled and they're screaming. Another funny Caldwell clip before we talk about Mercy Hurst was he Uh-oh. was talking about the match that like ended his career because he wrestled Eric Grahalis. And he was like, yeah, I pinned his brother Caesar uh, a couple times in a splatel. And then, like, Bader kind of laughed. He's like, everybody got splatled, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he just did it to so many people. Uh, 
But the CP, you want to tell Mercy yeah, Hurst? Yeah, so Mercy Hurst, so Darian is talking with Bader about how he almost went to Nebraska and he was going to, and like Mark, he, well, he wasn't going to, but he was really thinking about it. Mark Manning was all over him and he told him he wasn't going to go. This was like around the signing period. And, you know, Darian's like, no, I'm not going to go, blah, blah, blah. And then Jordan, they were holding that scholarship for Darian and then they ought, Jordan signed after Stace. He signed later. Yes. And he's like, mm-hmm. he wouldn't, if they, they were holding that spot for me. And if, so if I had gone there, Jordan wouldn't have because he went to Nebraska because he had this great offer. He's like, so if he didn't go there, he'd be at MF and Mercyhurst or something. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows what would happen with Jordan? <laughs> so that was really funny. And then that prompted How a funny, you think? You think- do you think Jordan's mad when he hears that? Because you know Jordan got mad at me for picking Kyle Dick by writing time. Do you think Jordan's mad when he hears uh, Darren Caldwell say that, or how do you think he takes it? I doubt it. I doubt he takes it negatively. I think J- Jordan is very candid about not being that great in high school, okay. relatively speaking. Like he kind of owns that, and that like he always. It's a big part of his story that Nebraska, I think, was the only place that offered him a full ride. So that's why he went there or offered him as much. They offered him a full ride, really? Uh, okay, I, I'm walking that back. I think he, he did give him a full ride. Okay. but um, All right. <clears throat> yeah, but offered him what they offered him. And it was kind of like this was the only school place that like kind of saw mm-hmm. me for what I could be. Anyway. How much did Mercyhurst offer him? <laughs> I don't think Mercyhurst was involved. It's just I'm just curious how why that school entered Darian <laughs> Caldwell's mind in that moment. Because like I was like, oh, I don't I didn't know where Mercyhurst was. And then. We looked it up. It's in Erie, Pennsylvania, which is like northwest PA, very far from Caldwell. So I don't know why Mercyhurst came up, but I found that. Poor Mercyhurst just getting <laughs> getting a ricochet <laughs> shot from Caldwell. <laughs> yeah, Darian, chill out. He's uh, up on Mercyhurst. But Mercyhurst is probably a fine school. I don't know much about it, unfortunately. I think they're the Lakers. Not to be confused with. Um, for the Lakers. <laughs> yeah, they're the Lakers. D3. Um, yeah. Okay. So, but that prompted Ben when we were talking about that off air. You said that you had kind of a Mercyhurst sort of story with uh, to share, but not exactly. Yeah, well, I mean, my brother was initially getting recruited by uh, Iowa State. He actually went on a visit there, and then obviously he made the decision to go to Missouri. And obviously, the kid they ended up Iowa Iowa State ended up with in that class was Jake Varner. Um, And Max had beaten Jake Varner that previous summer at Fargo. And so, you know, that's one where it's like, well, if Max goes to Iowa State, maybe Jake Varner doesn't go there because they're probably not going to recruit two 197-pounders. It's probably not the best move they're going to do, right? So, uh, you know, who knows where Jake Varner would end up. It's funny when you, you dig back through some of these recruiting stories, you think like, well, if this guy would have went there, you know, kind of butterfly effect, how it could have changed everything. Because now, obviously, Varner and Caleb have been together for the last, <laughs> what, almost 20 years? You know what, Ben? I'm, <laughs> What's that? You're not going to like what I'm about to say. Go for it. But the reason you don't know the way Penn State trains is because Max didn't go to Iowa State in the Varner spot. He would have followed Kale to Happy Valley. You would have all the ins. <laughs> but you selfishly recruited your brother to go to Missouri, and then you know the rest of his history, and he's an Terrible NCAA move. champion. I wish I, I wish I should have seen the future. But no, think about think about this. Oh yeah, eat your heart out. Are you bringing up? <laughs> Someone put it in the Facebook oh. chat. <laughs> I remember that. I remember eat your heart out. The Caldwell highlight video. Maybe we should maybe we should run that. I don't but remember hey, that. Oh yeah, this was early early. This when did this go up? Twenty ten. So 
one thing, uh, Ben, I was, as I'm thinking, they might have been able to make it work because both of those guys went 84 and 97 in their career. Max won NCAAs yeah. at 84. They could have made it work because Jake went 84 some, Max went 84 some. It could have. Can you imagine those two back to back? Yeah, and they, they had a really good recruiting class. Let me see if I can find it's it. It's a brisky 2005 I think that class. It's a brisky Kyler Gallic. was that year, I believe. Uh, Mitch Mueller, Galax, little brother. Yeah, they, they had quite the recruiting class. Yes, very good, very good wrestling team. Okay, mm-hmm. so the what? what Someone brought up on Facebook that if uh, Caldwell keeps talking all this junk about how he would have pinned Dake, that him and Dake just need to wrestle. <laughs> that would not yeah. go so well. After yeah, their matches. He's, a, he's a little big, and Kyle Dick's very, very, very good now. Um, okay, Weathersfield Wrestling wants to know if Ben can still crush the watermelons and anyone on, on flow up to the challenge. Yeah, can, bring some to the party on Saturday. I'll bring. We'll bring some. Um, I, I will admit, after I saw you and Zane do it, I, tri- I think we all did. We all tried it. None of us could do it. I mean, I'm not surprised I couldn't do it, but you watch it happen, you're like, I can envision a world where I could crush a watermelon, right? With my, I have the whole, all my strength here. Couldn't do it. Even um, uh, Holmes couldn't do it. We all, like, it was me, Vinny, Holmes. couldn't Holmes. do it? No, we were all living in a house. We bought a watermelon, and we all tried it. And then fi- <laughs> finally, after, like, all of us trying for, like, 20 minutes, Holmes finally got it. But, like, three, like. It was a completely mangled watermelon at yeah, that point. Yeah, yeah. I wonder, um, I wonder if Mike could. Mike's like got that strong Mike gut now? thing. Maybe he could. Maybe he could do it. You know what else I tried, Ben? Because I saw it on your Instagram, crushing the egg with the. You didn't get it? No, not long ways. Um, I don't know if I was close. There's no way to know if you're close to crushing an egg. Justin Hale's on Facebook, and he said him and Mike Mount did it. Okay, I kind of believe that Justin Hale's super strong, um, and Mike Mount's strong too. You know what? If they could do it, I'm gonna start training. I want to <laughs> do it. I want to freaking crush a watermelon. Well, um, I actually just had this conversation, uh, Christian, with one of my assistant coaches, Jordan Newman, um, last night. He goes by the name Not Human Newman. He's quite strong. But we talk about in wrestling, one of the most important strengths is like this squeeze power, yes. you know, cradles, gut wrenches, et cetera, et cetera. There's a whole bunch of times when you squeeze someone. But what exercise really, um, you know, does that type of motion? The answer is there is none. So we've been thinking of like, you know, we kind of joke every once in a while about Making some type of machine that you know goes in this gap here, and you got to squeeze it, and then somehow it refills, right? And then you just got to keep oh. squeezing it over and over again. You know, that is a good idea for a very specific. Yeah. Oh wow, we've got the video. <laughs> I don't remember this, but this is this Uh-oh. is well produced. Oh my gosh, yeah, who made this? Justin is so short. Nikki Prian made it. Oh, hang on. All right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna show this video. We're. It's Mike Mal and Justin Hale crushing a watermelon, and then we can go. Um, this is 940 deep, deep in the heart of Texas. This is pretty impressive. Um, so exciting stuff there. Someone asks when the Brent Metcalf flow film will come out. Never. You're <laughs> <laughs> the team in forever. <laughs> no, it's going to happen. We're going to um, – I think in August it'll happen. We hit a setback there with the editing process that was uncontrollable, and uh, just the person editing it had to stop editing it for a time, and that person is now back editing it. And so we think we'll have a good idea by the end of the week where we're at with that. So 
Stay tuned. Hopefully, we'll be able to reveal that on never. the broadcast Saturday, and we'll reveal that it's never. It's a big <laughs> joke. We're we all. It's a giant episode of Punked with Ashton Kutcher. We're making you think this uh. is happening. So, um, I think Tyler's sizing up this thing. Where would I? Oh, someone wants to know where to, they would need to go to find an autographed Ben Askren poster. Do you sell those? No. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like there's a market. There's a market of at least one, and his name's John Paul Fontana. And he That's would like. That's a great name. Yeah, it's a solid name. Nothing wrong with it. You can just go big screen with it, Tyler. It's fine. You don't have to, like, crop it all fancy. People just want to. I'm excited to watch this. Yeah. Still, it's, Mike, it's pretty good. All right. Here we go. Wow. So, all right, out. Oh, oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, Mike got it. Oh, he got it. Yeah, Mike's strong. There it is. Look at the debris. Mike's bald now. How? What do we think about bald and spectacled Mike? Wait. So Justin didn't wait. get it. I'm but sorry, Justin. Justin didn't get it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Justin. You put this in the chat. You didn't snap it. I'm just because you. What do you do? You take. Credit for loosening it up, loosening up the jaw. He just for wanted Mike every, everyone to see him. Shirtless. Oh, was that the same? Was that the same watermelon? Or I thought they both had their own watermelons. Maybe they did. I think they had their own. All I know is I saw a video of Mike crushing one, and I see one slipping <laughs> out of Justin's head. Listen, Justin Hale cannot wait. You think I don't like wearing a shirt? This dude does not want to wear a shirt ever. Every Christmas party, this dude does karaoke. And he takes off his shirt <laughs> every single time. It's a classic. It's oh, a staple. God. It's a. It's basically way too early in the night. Honestly. Way too early. It's like eight thirty. Okay, we don't even have apps out. And he's like, you know what? I'm gonna sing "Fight to Your Right" for the party shirtless. One year it was Nelly's "Hot in Here." Yeah. So yeah, we have we have a number of characters uh, here at Flow Sports. <laughs> if you didn't already recognize that. And with that, it's time to go. Nine forty three, deep in the heart of Texas. We're going to get the heck out of here. We've got a lot to do. This is a big daggone week. Four days until July 25th. Dake Chimizo, our mega super card. You guys are super excited about it. And we've got way, way more stuff coming. Everyone's coming on. Uh, yeah, I'm glad that Ben's coming to town. He won't be on Thursday. But as I mentioned, Chael P. Sonnen filling in. I texted him this morning. The gangster got back with me. So excited for that. He's the man. So tomorrow with Ben, Thursday with Chael, and a lot more stuff coming. So thanks so much. See you tomorrow.